Here we go. We're recording. I just want to let you know, if it starts lactating, you got to pay me money. Welcome to Binge Watchers. Uh, I don't know what week this is. We're somewhere in the middle of Summer Slash. And uh, if we don't blow our brains out, we'll be talking about horror movies right after the uh, the theme song plays. Somebody sent me a private message already. Yo, Bear. Oh, yeah. You know what's weird? I'm transitioning out of my cub phase, and I think I'll be a full-blown bear pretty soon. Because I'm yeah, slipping baby. into middle age. I mean, I'm a young guy, but we're we're approaching middle age, right? So... I, well, I think I think we leave our Cubs. Dave, Dave, at what age do you leave the Cubs stage? I, I don't know. Don't uh, pre- don't pretend like you don't know the answer. <laughs> he knows. Dave is knows. It, is it forty or is it when you have kids? I have no idea. I think he's talking about a different kind of bear than you're thinking. Oh, <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Now, see, if you haven't paid for our premium video subscriptions and your the extra memberships, then you had no idea that you would be watching a video cast with semi-nude co-hosts. And hey, I didn't prompt them in any way, shape, or form. It's not a Me Too incident. They did it freely of their own accord. I just want to point that out. I'm in a hot garage right now, and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, sweating to the oldies, like Polly Shore style, sweating to the wheeze. Yeah. Have you guys seen those videos? Paulie Shore is trying to like get people to make sure that they watch his podcast, so he's doing like exercise videos. He's doing everything. All right. Uh, he lost I, his producer. I used to watch, it, reports, I used to watch it. <laughs> you know what's funny? We got flagged on YouTube for drinking, so they couldn't. But who knows what's in our cups? So it'll be funny if we get flagged this time. If I were to post, I don't think I'm going to post this one. But if I were to post this one, if we get flagged for partial nudity, that would be really funny. Those Google censors are hardcore. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Wow, water, ridiculous. <laughs> water. I know it's like you can't identify what's in the uh, Tupperware plastic cup. It, nobody actually said, "Hey, we're slamming it hard." You know what I mean? Like, I got my seven up, and I'm going crazy. Uh, yeah, it's like, you don't you even can, know what's in my cup, sl- guys. You can slam water hard. Oh man! Yeah, but it's not the uh, it's not the slamming water podcast. It's binge watchers podcast. We should be talking about movies. Let's see what's going on with horror movies. Uh, let's see. I made some notes. Let's see what's going on. Oh, a massive deal just happened. $400 million to buy the rights to The Exorcist because Universal and Peacock uh, Streaming want to make a trilogy of movies. They're bringing back, the, of all people, they're bringing back uh, Chris McNeil, which was the mom played by Ellen Burstyn from the first movie. I don't know where Linda Blair is. She might not act anymore. I don't know because Regan's not coming back as far as I know, but they're going to incorporate the original mm-hmm. story, but the new film's about a dad, his son is possessed, and he goes and gets advice from the mom from the original, I guess. That's all I know so far. Mm. Uh, so she probably has like a small cameo, and she's going to make like a million dollars or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, he, I don't know. I, yeah. I can imagine the scene. He's going to go to her house. 
She's gonna make him tea or lemonade. He's gonna say, yeah. she's gonna say like, yeah, this sucks. My daughter was possessed by the devil. A priest jumped yeah. out of a window. He and, it, and I'm like, and have you guys seen the the fly, the fly too? Did the same scene with that guy from the first movie where the guy, oh, you know, the, the guy who was injured. Yeah, 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 yeah. I picture her part being that exact same thing, right? <laughs> I'm just well, saying. let's oh let's back God. it up for the uninitiated. In in the first fly, there's another yeah. suitor for Gina Davis's <clears throat> character who's dating Brundlefly. Brundlefly's like, you ain't touching my woman. Let me spit some fly regurgitated vomit that I break down my fly food with. Let me hit you with it. It melts the dude's leg and his his arm. Yeah. Yeah. And and then and then you're right. He pops up in part two, like, your dad was a piece of shit. (laughs) He melted my hand. (laughs) I just picture her being that part, if that makes sense. I mean, Uh, I'm just like, makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, that's what that's what it is. I mean, well, how old is she? I mean. She's God, in her seventies, possibly creeping up to the eighties. Wow! I always thought she was really old because at which point? At which point do you say no longer has sex appeal? And I'm not going there. How old? How old is too old for Dave? <laughs> mm, Dave goes. Know, it depends on the depends on the woman. <laughs> I mean, there. I mean, Ooh. Helen Mirren's in her seventies. <laughs> Sure, why not? <laughs> Truth. <laughs> so it just, I guess it just depends on the person. Sure, yeah. Uh, oh, this will get your nipples hard, David. Uh, Dee Snyder, who played Captain Howdy in the original Strangeland, which was like the grandfather of all torture horror porn movies. Like, well, torture porn, right? The horror movies where they torture. Uh, he made Strangeland. Do you guys remember this movie? I do. Where he, he I had, like, actually yeah. do. So, so... <laughs> It was like if it was like if he grew, if he like watched Hellraiser and then wanted to act it out like the guy that Nick was telling us watched the Human Centipede and then Part Two is about him making the Human Centipede because he watched that, the, yeah. yeah so <laughs> this is like this guy D Snyder's character like watched Hellraiser and is like oh I wonder if I could really string people up like that let me see if I can do that uh, meat hooks and all that um, so Strange Land is like an iconic horror movie. Was that late nineties when they first were inventing yeah. chat rooms, right? It was like ninety nine like or two, 99, so 2000, so somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. So his character would get on like AOL chat, right, and like stalk the people and then meet them somewhere and then he'd pin them up and sew them together and crazy shit, right? So mm. um, he says he still has a sequel, and then like I don't know how his character's still oh. alive, but it's called it's called Disciple, which means it probably means they're worshiping the serial killer, right? They're worshiping the the dude. Like he has like a Charles Manson type following or something, but uh, and the only other thing I don't even I don't know the network that's bringing this. It might be one of the streamers. Did you guys hear that? I know what you did last summer is going to be. I know what you did last series. Did you guys know this? Yeah, I think it's Amazon last, Prime. Last series? Wait a minute, series? No. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what work? you did. I know what you did last summer is going to be a series, and I'm calling it last series. Oh, that's oh, me, that's said, me okay, just, no, that's no. A, play on words. So that's me. Oh, okay. just one of the title. Um, it's coming out in October, so that'll be this mm. year. Uh. That was a surprise. I didn't even know that was in production. So, it, if it's an it, anthology yeah. series, like each season is a different story, I could see it working. But like, I, I can't see them stretching out four or five seasons of one cast, one storyline. Yeah, I don't know. Well, each season is like the movie. Well, that's what I'm well, saying. Is if they do a, if they do a, well, I guess. I mean, I mean, they did it with like uh, sequels to death. They did it with uh, what was it? Uh, t- uh, Dust till dawn. They kind of spread it out. What is that you know? click? Are you opening a box of chiclets? Not me. That no. was so loud. <laughs> like that's, it sounded like like someone popping open Tic Tacs. We can't smell your breath through the microphone. <laughs> Give me those chiclets. Uh, 
That was really fucking loud. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh okay uh oh i know what i can do i can tell you about our our lovely sponsor it's actually a film contest for filmmakers which they need to get on it because it's happening soon even though it's all evergreen and we don't want to date ourselves but i'll just i'll tell you about this thing real quick it's the collaboration filmmakers challenge and i want to let you know here at binge watchers podcast we watch a lot of movies we spend a lot of time talking about movies do you ever think about making one well we do we think about it all the time we'd love to make one and here's a chance for you to get off your butt and make a film the Collaboration Filmmakers Challenge is a two-week film challenge. You make a short film from start to finish in two weeks and check it out. Three winning filmmakers will get a development deal with Hollywood production companies such as Shout Factory, who produced Mystery Science Theater 3000. I assume they mean the new one. I'm not sure. Maybe they did the old one, too. Who knows? I know they have the rights to it, I think. And the other two, Eddie Shanker, or Shankar, whatever. He's the guy that did the Castlevania. He also did the Judge Dredd sequel, and he made that crazy movie with the wolves stalking liam neeson it's called the gray it's pretty wild we're gonna get a chance to get paid to develop a project like this i don't know with recognizable production companies and take it to market aside from the deal filmmakers can win thousands of dollars in cash prizes and equipment as well what makes the cfc different from other festivals is the challenge was invented to reward creativity not just get access to the money or gear all the filmmakers need to do with another is participate um which is pretty great if you're an editor a camera operator an actor or you're just looking to work on movies, you can sign up if you're a filmmaker but need talent and crew. Again, it's a networking opportunity. You can meet and network and hook up with a team to make a great film. You can check out more on their website, collaborationchallenge.com, or you can click on the link in our podcast notes. You can go to collaborationchallenge.com forward slash bingewatchers.html. And for all the other binge watchers out there that are listening, you can use the promo code binge underscore watchers for a discount on your entry. So come on, let's get that movie made. Now back to our feature presentation. Already in progress. Let's get back to the podcast. We'll get the guys back on the line. One second. Sonato. One minuto. I don't know. I don't know what seconds are in Spanish. I don't know. Maybe somebody else knows. We'll find out. Bang. <laughs> Bang. I don't know. Bang. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> tonight's movie. Yeah, we are back. Tonight's movie is The Final Girls. Came out in 2015. Uh, Max's mom was the in a famous 1980s slasher movie, kind of like a Friday the 13th type. The mom dies. It coincides with a screening, an anniversary screening of the movie. She does, The daughter doesn't want to attend, but then she's like, oh, it's a way to honor, honor my mom. She goes. She decides to attend. Then by magic, her and her friends accidentally get sucked into the actual movie itself, and then the movie and the killings start to play out, and they have to live through the plot to try to survive. That's generally the gist of the the whole thing. Um, and Dave's got some facts. Dave brought the fact sheet tonight. Let's see what else okay. he knows about this movie. Before we get into our ratings, before we rate it, rock it out with Scream Now, Scream Later, Scream Never, our deadly horror movie ratings for Summer Slash. Let's see what Dave dug up from the grave about this movie. What do you got, Dave? So, um, so when the characters are sucked into the movie Cam- uh, Bloodbath, it was scripted that they stepped into a Technicolor world. Um, and the writers were apparently were horrified when they showed up to the location and, disco- and discovered the crew had actually taken their wor- words literally and decorated the whole forest with like crazy colorful artificial flowers. So that's why it looks extra bright. Um, so wow. um, I, I didn't know I didn't realize this while watching this, but two of the main characters are named Nancy and Tina, which uh, which is a oh. nod to Nightmare on Elm Street and. Yeah. Um, uh friday the 13th um hmm. or did i get 
Oh well. <laughs> so uh, I think back I, up, I think, I think Tino, Tino was part seven. I think you're right. right? Yeah, it's a uh, I, I I guess I forgot to get the rest of the fact on that one. <laughs> My bad. I think Tino's part seven. <laughs> on Friday thirteenth, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, no. They were both in Nightmare on Elm Street because uh, there oh, was, was a Tina oh. and a uh, Nancy in that. Okay. Tina's right, the well, friend who got slashed up in the middle right, of the yeah. trying to figure out what's happening to her, and she she's like the first major death. She's like the best friend who does. That's right. Yes. Um, so if you guys watched this and thought that it was a bit tame for a slasher movie, you're right. It was written as a R with an R rating in mind, but um, the guy, the director ended up losing the battle and it was, became a PG 13 movie, but he ended up being happy with the result. So even the creator was happy. Um, so we talked about the exorcist earlier. I'll leave you with this. Um, so the, the film's uh, co-writer, Joshua John Miller, uh, wrote this script as a way of dealing with the death of his own father, Jason Miller, who played captain, who played father Karras in the exorcist. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Major so connection style all around. Yeah. Um, we I, I just want, I just want to, can I bring one fact up? Um, Tina was in Friday 13 part seven. So you would have been right either way. Just, just saying. Oh, sweet! I just, yeah, I just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I, I, I was like, like wait, am I wrong on this or right? Okay, I was right. Okay, yeah. Um, we should touch on. We should probably bring up the cast before we get into our favorite kills and our ratings. Um, Tessa Farm. I, I'm probably butchering her name, but she's the daughter of the girl in The Conjuring. But th- uh, no, they're actually sisters. What? I thought she was her daughter. No, you would think that. No, they're sisters. They're just right, born so, very far anyway. apart. <laughs> I, I think they're, how do you hmm. pronounce her last name? Farmigia or Farmiga. something? Farmiga. Okay, so Tessa Farmiga. She's in all the American Horror Stories, but she's the main actor in this playing Max. Playing the final girl. She ends up being the final girl because they, well, spoiler alert, here it is. <laughs> they, oh my God. They, they, they accidentally eliminate the final girl in the movie and then they have to make a new final girl. Is the whole plot. <laughs> wow. uh, but Malin Ackerman plays the mom. And then because they're in the movie that she's in, it's kind of like she's still there, which freaks her out at the beginning part of the movie. Then you have uh, uh, Nina Dobrov. I'm, again, probably, if you're out there, I'm butchering your name, and I'm sorry. But she's the girl from Stranger Things, right? Mm. Yeah, I didn't recognize it, her. Or is she in the Vampire Diaries? She's in some kind of CW. Anyway, I think, but I think she's in also Stranger... I don't know. I should have looked at that credit more hard. But anyway, <laughs> she's a good actor. She plays a spoiled bitch who comes around and realizes that she's still friends with them after after the nightmare that unfolds. <laughs> I don't want to have to, I'm about to spoil another thing. <laughs> Johnny All right. Spoiler. All right. Wow. Uh, living up to the nickname, the moniker tonight, folks. Yeah. Uh, let's Very see. Nice. And Th- Thomas Middleditch, who was the star of Silicon Valley, plays a binge watcher type. He plays the movie fan who's running the festival night or whatever, the, the anniversary screening. He's binge the watcher stars. type. And uh, the binge, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and Adam Devine, who's the comedian who was in Workaholics, he plays uh, a character in the uh, movie within a movie. So he's in the slasher movie. He plays like the typical dumb jock, right, at the summer camp. Yeah. So he plays like the head counselor, and he's just like, "What's up, bro? Come on, bro. Let's crack a beer, bro." That kind of thing. <laughs> that guy uh, was funny. Boy. Yeah, he's funny. He's, I mean, he's a comedian. I just think yeah. I, I said he was a comedian. He actually has he actually has my favorite line in it because on paper it's so innocuous. It's just, oh, we're here, but he delivers it so well. I don't oh, know man. why. It kills nice. me. Ugh, we're here. Well, I think his his character note is like just be excited about everything, right? 
be happy and excited about it. No matter what it is. Now we can go to favorite kills. Maybe I ruined one. I'm not sure if I did or not. Uh, you did. <laughs> what's, that, what's that look? <laughs> let's John go in the classic the, order. John gave the look of death. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the shirtless Nikki Lates to see what yeah. you can tell us about his favorite kill in this movie. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Since this was PG-13, the kills were kind of weak. So I'm gonna say the guy just getting his uh, head just whoosh, like that. You know, just, I, don't, I don't even know what that means. Like nobody can see that. <laughs> so you might want to describe what you're talking <laughs> the guy, about. Uh, what is the, like the the, the killer hey. goes like grabs the head and just yanks it and just crushes his head, you know, or like, you know, just squashes him or like breaks his neck, you know, that's what oh, I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. R- yeah, wrenches yeah, yeah. the spinal column. Wrenches the spinal column. Yeah. The medical term. That's what Adam. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> the medical term. <laughs> the medical term, please. Uh, yeah. Dr. Nick. Yeah. Dr. Nick. Yeah. Um. Okay. And you want to rate it, or do you want me to separate the kills from the ratings? Oh, it's up to you guys. You want to rate it now? No, you should. You should separate it. All right, okay. we'll separate it. We'll do like mini, mini. Okay, so gotcha. we'll jump over to Dangerous and see what his favorite kill of the movie is. Don't you take um, my kill, is... Dave? I I hope I don't. He probably um, he probably will. <laughs> um, see see that my kill is a huge spoiler for the movie. So all I'm gonna say is the final kill. Um, cause I really don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. Um, and it's the first and only, possibly the only emotional kill that I can think of where, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. I got emotional at this movie. <laughs> Did you cry? <laughs> hey, that's my Actually, I was there. I was there when you watched no, it. No, no, like, crying. okay. This is, I'll make it brief. I'll make this very brief. Cause so Nikki can say it got real later, but like. <laughs> I I lost my mom eleven years ago, so yeah, this does oh, yeah. kind of hit me in this, a certain spot. So yeah. that's all I'll say. Now, now I can see. Okay, now, now folks at home, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. No, no, now I'm an asshole. I can't say it for the folks at home. You you can't see Adam's face wanting to take back that laugh that he just curled it out a couple seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm oh, like, sorry. oh, I can I can bang on him now. I'm like, no, no. You win. You win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah so I think wow. so. Every any mommy movie, Dave gets a little choked up and wants to have that I beer in so. it. That makes sense. I, I didn't know. Yeah. That. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> That's okay. No, it's. <laughs> I'm not gonna rub your nose in it or anything. Instead of a <laughs> instead of a instead of drinking for the lost homies, we drink for the lost mommies. That's what it is. I guess so. Crack yeah. open a cold here's, one. Here's for the mommies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I. Just, Want to so say I guess that's I really, Adam's turn now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I definitely believe the the mother daughter relationship. So I mean, I thought it was. I thought the scenes were way too real, and the acting was, you know, so good. It was it seemed out of place. But um, <clears throat> my favorite kill was the uh, the Adderall striptease girl. Uh, <laughs> she just. Falls over in a bear trap. We mentioned her earlier. Her name's Tina. Oh, is that what the name? I I didn't remember. I don't memorize names and with so many people that are just going to die so fast, you know. Like, but you know, good on you guys for memorizing the names. But well, uh, she she does an amazing job as that as the character Tina in this movie. I uh, Tina. <laughs> I should have wrote down her name. I didn't write down her name in the cast, but 
But she did a great job, and then yeah. like, but she killed. She got killed so suddenly that it was. It, it I mean, I started. I was like laughing about it, and I it gave me a great deal of enjoyment because <laughs> you couldn't. You can't really expect what's going to happen in this film. I think that's a, a lot of the fun is it comes from the fact that they are breaking conventions at the same time, paying homage to them. So, yeah, it was very clever, um, beautifully lit, beautifully shot. Lots of trick I did shots. Look good. I agree. Oh, it looks amazing. Yeah, I went back movie, and rewatched sure. stuff. I was like, "Whoa, what did they do there?" That's such an amazing edit. So, it does look, yeah. Hmm. Which is so funny because I would have imagined when they're in the movie within the movie that it would have looked like grainy and like grindhousey, but they didn't go that route. Like, yeah, it did look like Wizard of Oz, or you know, especially when they wake up. There. You know, I thought about that, but like. Because it's not playback and they're actually there, the idea is that the imaginary camera um, is is shooting yes. them, but they are actually in the in the movie. They're in the real world of the movie. So and I, it would I actually and it would actually look good. So it actually right. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, very colorful movie. It's almost mm-hmm. lit like a comedy, but it's but it's shot like an action horror. So I don't know. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, that that first death. Come on, guys, you don't like that death? Bear trap. I do. I do. I do. (laughs) What about you, John? No, I like the uh, I like the deaths that send them off script. Like they know how the movie's going to play out, and then a series of events happens, like how dominoes fall into place, and then it screws everything up for the third act of the movie within a movie. Right. So after that, at that point, from then on, they don't know how to deal with the murderer because it's no longer unfolding like the movie that they watched a thousand mm. times or however many times plus the uh i don't want to spoil anything else but it's like my other favorite my other Another favorite spoiler is, is coming boom the, the movie fan the movie fan is so obsessed that he yeah. wants to take a selfie with the killer and they don't think anything's real and then he tastes it and he goes oh this does really taste like blood and then he gets the machete thrown at him after he thinks he's not going to get thrown at him and then you think he's dead, and then he pops up and gets hit by a car, and then they crash the car, the other guy flies out of the window of the car. <laughs> That's the third act of the movie. Now you don't have to watch it. You can just listen to our show, and then you're done. Actually, no, I haven't told you how they finally do what they do with the killer and how the movie the movie changes, right? Because So, whatever. Um, obviously, I like this movie. I told Adam yesterday, watching it with you guys for the podcast is like my 10th go-around with this movie. So. Um. Unreal. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. wow. And, and and I think the guys watched it on a free trial from a channel that doesn't support us, so I won't say who has it, but <laughs> I was willing to buy it for everybody or at least rent it for everyone because I got my uh, free trial. You know. You're all good. But I won't tell Obviously you I like it. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care that it's toned like usually I take offense to like a horror movie that gets toned down and loses its proper rating, but this one this one seems engineered to be PG thirteen. It doesn't seem like they had to hack things away at the edit, you know. It seems like their decisions were made while they were making the movie. I don't, you know, it's, yeah. it, and there's no horror stories about like the director fighting with the studio in post production or anything like that with a Tangerine Dream soundtrack or anything. It doesn't seem like they had a. It seems like everybody Tangerine Dream. I love that. Come on. <laughs> and the writers, the writers should have just been quiet because I would have given them total credit for making it look very dreamy to saying that it should be bright colors and vivid. You know what you don't see in a lot of horror movies, but I want that. I, I was talking about this. Maybe a couple of years ago, like I want whimsical horror movies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. and they got pretty close. So, and it's supposed to be a, an '80s movie. It feels right. I mean, it seemed right anyway. 
Now we'll go to the ratings. Obviously, I'm a little biased, so we'll go right into the <clears throat> scream now, scream later, or scream nevers. Now would be a good time to come back at me hard if anybody's holding a grudge from this movie marathon. <laughs> now would be the time to use, to use that card. <laughs> uh, so Can we'll you go into that more, please? Sure. Let's do a reverse order. Go ahead, Adam, Dave, then Nick. Let's rate this movie. Sure. Okay. Um, well, my worst, my least favorite genre is probably horror comedy. Like, I don't like these things mixing, but this was like horror mm. comedy, drama, beautifully shot, beautifully colored, has some really like above, way above average, like like just stellar acting bits, the things that I believed in, uh, even if I didn't believe in the next scene, or even if I just, I was like, it's like candy. It was like consuming candy. But then like in the middle of candy, they're like, Hey, here's some meat. They just slipped it to you. So uh, I would say, it's a binge later, but only because I feel like the movie isn't consistent, but it's definitely watched worth watching more than once. So I don't know how to consolidate those two ideas other than a binge later, because I'm not like enthusiastic about it being like film wise, something that I consider even keel. And it, I don't know, lives up to its own expectations. I think, I, don't, I think you should have just said it's a binge later and, and all your details are great. The fact that you said it's worth watching more than once makes me think that it should be bumped up to a, a scream now. Yeah, it should be a scream <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I still think it's a scream later just because I can't give it my full endorsement. Mm. Maybe some of that has to do with the fact that I just don't like the comedy horror genre. but it, Or it's because they killed the character that's most like Adam. The binge watcher type that killed you in the beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You were trying to be uh, get Meta. a jab at me. Okay, yeah. God forbid. You know, I have done that thing where I tried to jump over something and I just tripped over and then had to, and I walked off and I and I pretended like I could walk normally, but as soon as I was out of sight, <laughs> I was rolling on the ground. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Maybe I just have a morbid fascination with you over explaining something and then a machete flies at you from the woods. Oh my gosh. Who's left? Who's next? It, Dave's next. Uh, it's Dave. Dave's next. So uh, this is, uh, I had a rare instance to get to watch this twice uh, this week. I watched it yesterday and I had another chance to watch it today because uh, I was a bit tired you did, last you night. Double time? Wow. So I was well, right originally coming in going to say binge later, uh, but after watching it a second time within 24 hours, I'm going to say binge now. Like this movie holds up on multiple viewings. Um, it scream gets now. more. I don't scream now. Excuse me, <laughs> scream now. Uh, but no, it holds up on multiple viewings. Um, I think the logic is pretty tight after you watch it, a, a, you know, a second time. Um, God, it, it resonated more with me. Like I, I got choked up, <laughs> you know. And how many horror wow. slasher movies can you say that? Um, that gets emotional. No, um, you know the, the only if I have only two mini complaints to have is I still fall on the side of I wish it was R. I would get a little more blood out of it, but having it still works. The only other complaint, if I have one, and it's a minor one, but they should have had more scenes with Thomas Middleditch and um, what's his name, mm. the workaholics guy, uh, together. I can't think of his name right now, even though I just watched. I don't, I don't remember his name either. Yeah, Adam Devine is the actor. Yeah. yeah, that's that's um, the only that's the only kind of bummers. They didn't have more scenes with Middle Ditch and uh, Adam Devine together. Like they, 
they were clearly the funniest parts of the movie. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Middle Ditch wasn't couldn't have been that. Wait, big did then. you guys did you guys watch all the outtakes during the credits? I did. Yeah. They were no, funny. Did. Yeah. There was he, a he, lot of a lot of impact on the country. It was yeah. it was mainly yeah. that guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. A lot of improv on the cutting room floor of that one, yeah. but that but it goes back to what Adam said. They clearly tried to tone down the comedy because maybe there was too much, and it was like overwhelming the horrific elements. So, mm. well, you yeah. know what the funny thing is is like of all the genres this movie is because I mean it's multi genre. Um, I think honestly I'd say horror is like the on the bottom. Like I'd say it's a comedy and a drama first. <laughs> believe it or not, that just happens it, to that, have, be in the world of a horror movie. I agree with that. I would yeah. say it's a horror movie because only the horror genre allows you to tap into other genres respectfully. I don't think any other so, genres can tap they, into yeah. those other elements the way a horror genre. The horror genre, to me, is superior like a pizza. You can put any toppings on a pizza, and it's generally a pizza, with a few few exceptions. A horror movie, you can incorporate dramatic elements, comedic elements. It's still a horror movie, but it can blend those other genres more easily or more skillfully than the other genres, I think. That's only personal taste. Nobody probably believes that. I I don't believe that. It would be a university film class where you have to argue for like a three-hour block. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. With supported facts. But I'm actually going to say is there I'm actually going to say a, make this their thesis movie? <laughs> or yeah, like, oh my gosh, it? yeah. <laughs> Name another film where a character gets to go back and interact with their own parent that they still love that is now that is dead in the real world that they get to interact with like jumping in a home movie from years ago. Well does does Back frequency, to the Future count because uh, was frequency or back to the future? I'm trying to, to no, I was gonna say like back to the no, like can I finish can I get a sentence out? Let me try to yeah, get yeah. this out. I would say Back to the Future, Adam, because his parents are dead inside until he goes back in time and corrects mm, their lives. Yeah. Good point. Good point. De- dead inside is not actually dealing with the loss element, so I have to disagree. <laughs> See, I thought of Back to the Future, and then I was like, well, no, they don't die. Then then Nick brought up a good example. It's a firefighter movie, but the dad is dead, and there's a Frequency, killer right? on the loose. Am yeah, I right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a killer on the loose, and the dad ha- knows about the killer Thank and you. is giving is True. on the CB from the past to the future or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Was that um, Dennis Quaid? Have you seen that yeah, movie? It's a, a good movie. That's, yeah. that's not, that one's kind of cool. Um, yeah. What's another one? There's got to be one out there on the tip of our tongue that we can't think I, of. I, you know what it is? It's like I, I was put on the spot. Right I'm sure like tonight I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't say that movie. You know? But right now I'm not thinking. Well, oh, that, but if you want if you want gun-wrenching family stuff, do you guys do you guys like that science fiction movie with Matthew McConaughey where he's the astronaut and he's separated from the daughter? I've only seen half of it. I've never watched the whole thing. You're right. It so sucks. I couldn't tell you. Wow. I, <laughs> I, can, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, so let's get back on track here. So our fan service this week. Okay. For the fans, if you want to win a digital copy of um, Quiet Place 2, <laughs> You gotta send Adam a private message on WhatsApp. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, baby. No, please don't do Adam, that. <laughs> Adam wants a I've video. Been... Adam wants a video about what's your favorite horror movie and are you enjoying binge watchers this summer? He wants like a little video clip. Um, okay. it's, I'm not that difficult. Okay. Like, if you don't want to, if you're afraid to be, like, if you are weird about being on video, like, at, like Nick can't be on video without taking his shirt off. So if you have That's an true. issue like that, and he. You don't want to make a video, then all you have to do is uh, 
is you know leave a comment on Castbox FM or you know go to iTunes and leave a nice rating and then uh, we can hook you up with a copy of uh, Quiet Place Two. Otherwise, Dave's gonna take all the the copies. I'll show I'll show you guys all a the Quiet copies. Place Two. There you go. All the copies. Dave <laughs> Dave wow. doesn't just want Dave is such a collector he doesn't just want one digital code he wants all. Yeah, the he's like codes. I want twenty codes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else is going on? Oh, Scary Recommends. Did anybody else watch some horror movie type stuff this week that we could also recommend? I did. Nick's ready. Go ahead, Nick. I watched the 1980, I don't know what year, it was like 81, 82 or something, but The Deadly Spawn. We were talking about it a while ago, I think, and I rewatched it. Have you guys seen The Deadly Spawn? It has one of the most amazing alien space creatures ever. It's a low-budget movie with these East Coast guys that made this movie over a year. Has, has anyone else seen this? No. No, I'm aware that, of it. This one's is that been the on one my we, radar. Is that the one we found on YouTube? And I was like, does anybody know what this movie is? Yes, is that, and I'm yeah, like, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. I know what this movie is. You were the one who made me want to watch it again. And it is still so good. It's so cheesy, so bad. But at the same point, it, it is made with heart and love over like a year. And you can see it. And I love it. I can't believe... What these guys did in 1980, whatever it was, you know, it's a really good movie. Check out the Deadly Spawn. That, that, that was yeah. a good year. I watched this for a while. 1980, whatever it was, yeah. <laughs> <1980, whatever. laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I like 1980 spot. I something. I didn't know the year. Davy. I uh, 83, 83, 83. Sorry. Oh, that was a very good year. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great uh, year of movies, and I would really recommend this movie. So. If you love cheesy special effects and just fun low budget horror movies, check it out. And and heart. And heart and, and heart. heart. Yes. <laughs> Bring oh the heart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so uh I actually saw a few different horror movies this week, but since uh theaters are starting to open up, I'm gonna mention the one I actually went out of the house to go see. Um I went and Ooh. saw M. Night Shyamalan's old. Ooh. I really liked it actually. Like really? every the audience seems to be pretty split, so I won't talk too in too great a detail about a movie that you know it, not everybody's seen yet. Um, but I really liked it. I, I it's Shyamalan. It does have a twist. I'm sorry, you kind of know that going in, but it kind of works for this. Um, it makes total sense uh, when you think back on it. Uh, I haven't had a chance to see it again, but it seems pretty airtight. All the pieces mm-hmm. connecting. Um, I don't know. It's got a, it's it's a very much like a Twilight zone episode and i didn't realize this until the end credits but apparently it was based on a graphic novel not even one of his original ideas so oh wow can't you can't totally blame him for all the <laughs> the concept i guess hmm. people on trapped on an island getting older by the minute interesting like really old by the minute <laughs> someday his twist is going to be having no twist and advertising it as a twist mm. good point on that idea <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, I watched um, a really, really interesting uh, mini series. It comes in three parts from the BBC. Uh, it's called Rillington Place. Now, uh, everybody like Tim Roth. I'm assuming Tim Roth is a fantastic like actor. Him? But yeah, yeah, he plays this down, the, the, this this uh, muted role of this older, gentle man, and he 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 figures out. Uh, how to start um, disappearing the neighbors. And this thing is so chilling that after watching it, I had my first nightmare since I was like a little kid. Like I I actually had a nightmare and I woke up terrified, but yeah, Tim Roth and 
uh, neighbors disappearing is all I really want to say about it. But I, I definitely want, what, what, um, what's it called again? Rillington place. Rillington place. Okay. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's on, on where can you find it? Yeah. Uh, it's on BBC shutter. Or shutter. Okay. Hmm. It's on shutter. And, uh, for like half your review, I was like, this can't be horror. You got Tim Roth, 10 Rillington Place. That's what like I did. A, like, I'm like, oh, like oh, uh, you know, upstairs, in. downstairs, or Downton yeah. Abbey. Kind of. I wanted to say, I was like, also, oh, Adam, what are you doing? it is based on a true story. So, this extra level of chill that you know that mm. the things that you're watching and in some respect actually happened. So Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Terrifying. Johnny Spoiler? Johnny Spoiler. Um, I watched a movie on Netflix, and I'm starting to think that movies on Netflix are like a package of hot dogs. You know, you're like, <laughs> you're, in the mood for a, you're in the mood for a hot dog, and you go, oh man, I can walk across the street and try to find that hot dog vendor. If he's around, I can, I can pay like $6 for a hot dog. That's one hot dog. I can go to the store, I can get a pack of hot dogs, that's eight hot dogs. I might end up eating two hot dogs at that point, and then have hot dogs for later. You get fucked on the buns, so let's leave the buns out. That'll be the cost of the internet in this equation. But on Netflix, it's, that's the same thing. You want to watch one movie, but for the cost of one movie, you're getting, like, what? A whole hot dog package worth of movies. You got eight movies for the price of one. But some of them hot dogs are rotten. <laughs> well, after the third hot dog, you're tired of eating hot dogs yeah, for, a, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> for like the rest of the summer. But um, I watched this Netflix movie called Blood Red Sky. I pretty much watch everything with vampires. Like, there's a lot of people out there that watch everything with zombies, like, religiously. They're still mm-hmm. watching The Walking Dead. The rest of us gave up, like, four seasons ago. They're still watching that fucking show. But they watch all the zombie movies that come out, whether they're good or bad. I can't believe that show's still and, on. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And they keep promising a movie. They haven't fucking made it yet. Um, but Blood Red Sky yeah. is basically a mom is infected with vampirism on an airplane, and she's trying not to lose control of the virus. Because she's on her way. She's flying on a plane with her son, who's like eight or nine, to go see a doctor who supposedly has like a cure, like a treatment or something, right? Mm -hmm. And then terrorists take over the plane, like diehard style. And then it's like, oh shit. So then it's like, she's like, do I use my vampire powers to try to protect the kid? But then I might lose total control on a plane full of people, right? So. And then fill in the blanks from there. It's called Blood Red Sky. It's on it's on Netflix. Um it just came out. Interesting. It, yeah. That one's on my watch list. I'm gonna probably watch that in the next week. Looks good. Oh nice. I love this. I love trailing where we we watch somebody else's movie and then come back and report. That's kind of cool. So if yeah, they will they maybe will come and say that. Same if way. I had to if I had to use our rating, um it's it's I'm kind of torn. It's between a, a scream now and a scream later. It's somewhere. It's like moving back and forth the needle like this, you know. So, um, so we had a, but, we had a rating between it. that. But here's the thing: the reason I brought up hot dogs is if I wasn't craving hot dogs, I wouldn't watch it. I wanted to watch a vampire movie. It was available. If it hadn't been on Netflix, would I go then pay to rent it or see it in a movie theater? No, I would not have. It's on Netflix. That that was an easy choice, right? So, mm. yeah. Wow. Um, where are we at? Oh, okay. So, s- coming scares. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Creep. Oh, uh, uh, and now I remember what I called it. Creepy attractions. That's what it is. Creepy. Of- John, what are the creepy attractions? Yeah. yeah. Oh, let me. Okay. What I wrote down was we are going to do the only double feature that we're going to do this year because it's two films that are really one story. And maybe this will help 
um, Adam answer his question from earlier. Uh-oh. We're for next week. We're gonna watch Happy Death Day Part One and Part Two because it's really one yes. long movie. Dude, can I say one thing? I've never seen either of these, and I've always wanted to watch them. So hell yes, yes, this is awesome. Nice. Just, yes, and I love the freaky director. So I'm I'm excited actually. Yes, this is great. Sorry, I've seen the first one, not the second. So now this is my excuse. Oh, to, this is uh, I'm excited. Story. This is a good choice. Good choice, dude. Yeah. They they back to the future of the shit out of these. Movies. I, I, I'm so, I, I've never gonna, seen either, and I've always wanted to watch them. So, Adam, have you seen either of these movies? No, I haven't. Uh, oh, I haven't you heard oh. of these movies? Oh man! So, okay, uh, okay. isn't this interesting? We've it's got a, well, we got two that's never seen it, and one yeah, that's seen half. Uh, no, so they're either on they're either on HBO Max or Shutter. One of them just recently loaded both parts. I'm not sure. We'll have to look into Ooh. it. Um, it's probably HBO Max. I'll find out. But again, I say right it's now. so like uh, how much I don't even know how I can explain it. This is this this talking about these movies is like being in the situation with uh, a wolf of Snow Hollow, kind of with the details. So mm-hmm. I'll say I'll try to back off because I was going to explain a little bit more. But maybe I should just not say. Anything. Yeah, I'll leave it. happy death day <laughs> and happy death day to you, I think, is the name of the second one. Copy yeah. that. OK, I'm excited. But they tie in together. They're very tight knit sequels. I'll say that it's you know it's uh, yeah they work so, they work really good. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying we have to watch both because you kind of want to you. It makes sense to talk about them both together. Um, I've been how do they to relate these. to? Now you gave me the excuse. Yeah, yeah. Wolf of Snow Hollow. How does that relate? That if I say the wrong thing, it'll give away elements. Oh, of the movie. okay, okay, okay. Oh shit. I Can't figured it was like happy birthday, but then don't like, don't Johnny spoil birthday. it. Don't Johnny spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> anything about it. Yeah, you guys I don't, don't even know that you don't know the general premise why they call it Happy Death Day. Yeah, no, no, no idea. I know it's Groundhog no, no, it's Day. I, all I know is Groundhog Day horror movie. That's all I know. Okay, but I don't well, that's already too much right there. Well, I mean, that was in the trailer. I didn't even hear that. I'm, I'm tuning that out. Okay. I'm Sorry. racing. That was right literally now. in the trailer. That's pretty much okay. But that's all I know. Oh, I would not watch the trailers for these movies. No, no, okay. I'm not. Gotcha. I don't I watch. I remember the first trailer anymore. being the the one that was behind everything that year. Hmm. Like it was just you know, there's that one or there's like two or three trailers that you see like millions of times throughout. If you go to the movie semi regularly, you remember Twilight. <laughs> dude hell yeah i do i should have already ended the i should have ended the <laughs> that trailer Christian, though Christian they just they just the loaded those know. sparkly vampires to netflix and now that's what everybody's talking about and guess what they're in the fucking top 10 i know oh, i saw them. all five no. of them that's what's nuts. Oh, no. There's what five of them. Uh, uh, again i think i don't know if i said this on the show but i'm starting to feel like we don't know anything about movies at all if fucking Twilight's in the top ten, we're screwed. Yeah, there's plenty of people that yeah, that but... don't respect Twilight. Yeah, but ne- you got to realize Netflix is the is McDonald's. I mean, it's just it is. They, they, <laughs> it's they, they have an adult menu. Can we can, order can a we salad? Quote Dave on they that? always Net- will have Netflix the salad, but people are gonna yeah. buy the fucking Big Macs. Like that's just yes. the truth. Yeah, but you know what though? Watching Twilight is like ordering the fish sandwich at McDonald's. Oh my gosh, you you guys are like quote, these are that's unfair. Guys. I actually the like yeah. <laughs> oh, th- you're right. That's it. That's it. I'm only li- I'm looking for one clickbait. That you just nailed it. Right there, there it is. You just clicked <laughs> there it. Is, dude. Like there it is. Sandwich. There it is. Right there. Yeah, you yeah. Twilight. Watching Twilight on Netflix is like ordering the fish sandwich at McDonald's. Yeah. 
Amazing. <laughs> but, but, but sometimes it tastes good. That's the thing. It does it's, taste good sometimes. Oh, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, you just gonna put more you sauce on it. Make it just taste good. You put, you put that, you put that on mayonnaise on it. Mm, it's, it's good. Are you are you team Jake? No, I'm team Robert Patrick or Robert Patterson. What <laughs> Robert <else>? Patrick. <laughs> no, I I'm, no, I'm I team, am team Robert Patrick. I, I am you know team what? T1000 <laughs> all the way. T1000, kill those vampires. <laughs> That'd be amazing mashup. Did I mess up his name? I'm sorry. The real know. villains I, enter the I don't movie. know this sparkly vampire kid. I'm the Terminator guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? No, you that know would what? Be, that would actually be movie, better, though. It would be. I was gonna that say better movie. movie right? If you put the T one thousand in any Twilight movie, you have a ticket. It may not be good, but I will go see. I would. It. I would buy it. Yeah, <laughs> he would. He would chop the crap out of those vampires. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs>